Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sound is the Unfiltered Band. It's another episode of Unfiltered coming your way in the here and now. Episode 61, Culture Club. You can join this club before the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Sturd. Get up in the Twitter bio. Get and subscribe and like all the YouTube videos. Join the channel. Comment there on Twitter, DM on any ideas, top 10 list, whatever you got, bring it to the table. Want to hear from you. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up this week, including later today, episode 62, where we will uh, meet the Mets a little bit. Uh, hello, how's that collapse going with my buddy Jim Duquette? Lot to cover around Major League Baseball this week, including some NBA preview of the season with David Aldridge and uh, a lot more. So stick with us here on the Unfiltered Train. Join the revolution. Hop on board. Thank you. Unfiltered Band. Of course, uh, Culture Club, reference to uh, Boy George and Company back in the 80s and uh, one of their songs, Karma Chameleon. Karma uh, will hit you uh, in the ass and everywhere else as a fan if you root for a team that's got a losing culture. Fans develop a losing culture. That's why so many Met fans I've picked on who are like the, you know, the quote-unquote fans, the angry group on Twitter because all they want to do is literally yell at the team because they're so loosely losing, so used to being miserable, they don't know what the hell else to do. Sometimes you get in a franchise, and even if you've only been there a short period of time, if it's expected that you're going to lose, you lose. When the Twins face the Yankees, they expect to lose, and therefore they lose. Now, look, some of those teams haven't been as good as the Yankees teams they've faced. But it's it's a <clears throat> you're losing before you're even off the plane, let alone at the stadium or even in first pitch. There are a lot of teams like that. There are teams that learn how to lose. They they fail so much for so long that they're waiting just like fans are, the players are, and athletes are for things to go wrong. And talking to you know athletes in all kinds of different sports over the last 20 years. They've told me they'll be the first ones to tell you that you can feel that. You could feel it the same way if you're in an office where there's negativity and things are going wrong and you just know we ain't going to succeed here. You feel that way in a family, in a home, in a relationship, anywhere. Losing culture brings losing. Now, winning culture doesn't guarantee you winning, but it certainly takes you a lot closer. And yesterday on a Sunday... I'll tell you, I was sitting there and I was at a bar here in Atlanta. I screamed so loud when Saquon took that shovel pass, broke two tackles and got in for that two-point conversion that even in a bar, everybody turned around because it was so loud. Pumping my fist like an idiot. I was so excited, not just because, and look, I thought they'd lose the game. I... I being a losing culture at that point you know when Tannehill hits I can't remember who it was down the left sideline it gets inside you know to about the 30 yard I'm like yep that's I knew that was going to happen and I was still going to come on here and and Twitter and everywhere else and be proud you know why because I was proud that that team Brian Dable they were they weren't going to accept losing I was proud that they weren't going to accept just taking defeat. Came out of a half, down 13 nothing. 
shoved it right down their throats with the run game and Saquon, and then were able to, you know, put themselves in position twice. Once Danny Dimes throwing up pennies, bad interception. But I love even on the sideline, Dave ripping him. I love that. I'm not accepting this crap anymore. This isn't who we are. You're going to be better than that or get the hell out. Giants were that way for a long time with their players, with Strahan and company. They were that way with, with Tom Coughlin at the, at the forefront of that. They've been over 500 since 2016, people, but they are now. But that was a lot bigger than just going for two and not accepting losing. And the balls on that move. I mean, are you kidding? Big time, they balls to go for two in that spot. Yeah, what if it doesn't work? And certainly, then you're questioning, okay, like, well, we could have won the game. We could have gone over it. But I love the fact that the players were like, no, hell no, we're going for it. Giants are not that good. I'm not, I'm not here to say they're great. They're not. The division's kind of garbage anyway. Outside the Eagles, who I think are going to be pretty good. I had them before the season went at 11. But, I mean, they're, they're not going anywhere huge this year. But it's about not accepting losing anymore. It's the same reason why, I, you know, I knew, look, there have been years where I thought the Mets would collapse again and, and you know, Mets would met and all that kind of stuff. And sure, you know, singing Baja Men and, and all that garbage. But Buck Showalter and Max Scherzer and Mark Kent, the culture, Eduardo Escobar, the people they brought in, the people, people win. You win with people. X's and O's get you there, but you win with people. Statistics get you there. You win with people. War gets you on the board. You win with people. It ain't good in a war or in a game where you're using war as a stat if you don't have people that can win it for you. You win with people. You win with culture. I said this before. I remember sitting there watching Jim Leland when he came into the Tigers. They're like, I don't know, like a week or two into the season. And he'd throw in tables, freaking out in the media. They had lost some game. I think they were like, I mean, it might have been like six and six or something ridiculous. Like it was like 10 games into the year. He's freaking out. You know why? And he said it. We're not going to accept losing anymore. They're not going to put that, that jersey on and accept losing anymore. Same way as an Islander fan, I felt when Barry, uh, Barry Trotz got in there. The same way every Indians fan at the time, now Guardians, but when Tito got in there, I remember talking to people at spring training. This is no offense to Manny Actor or anybody else, and I happen to like Manny or anybody else. But I remember talking to people that were in that building, the first spring training that Tito was there, and they hadn't even played a damn game yet, and you knew they were going to win some games. Because that man had changed the way everything was. That man had changed how everything looked, everything felt, because it was winning culture, because that dude knew how to win. That dude knew what it was about, how to bring and, and galvanize and, and unify and bring a team together. I don't know if that's happening you know, with Dable after one two-point conversion. But, man, I feel a lot better about it now. That, that's you got to win. you got to think about winning. Winning people win. Losers lose. That's reality. Now, you can be a losing player or person and go win. But what changes isn't your circumstances. What changes aren't your problem. What changes is your attitude. What changes is your attitude where you say, yeah, you know what? Shit is really terrible right now, but it can't beat me. 
can't beat me, not going to beat us, not as a team, not as a family, not as an office, not as a company, not as a planet. Wouldn't it be great if we felt that? Not going to beat us. We're together. We stick together. We beat this thing. I've seen that breakdown in offices, companies I've worked for, teams I've rooted for, family at times. I've seen it all. You got somebody not in it to win it, the whole thing break down. Especially if it's coming from a leadership standpoint. A coach, a teacher, an employer, a parent. That's our job. It's part of any kind of team is to go out there and try and win. Well, guess what? A lot of these teams, they don't have a lot of talent. But they got to believe that they can win. And that Giants team now believes that their guy, their dude believes in them. That's huge. You ever work for somebody, you turn around, you're like, I don't think this guy thinks I'm any good at whatever you do for a living. I know that feeling. You know that feeling? That feeling sucks. Yeah, there's certainly like, I don't know, prove to them and blah, blah, blah. But us versus them doesn't work that well. Together works great. Yeah. Got to believe. that That's belief that was brought. Yeah, win. Yeah, two-point conversion that had success. But that is belief that was brought yesterday by that two-point conversion. That's belief that Buck brought in and Max brought in because of, of their track records and the pedigree and, and the back of the baseball card and what they stand for and how they don't accept losing and how, you know, you're even Chris Bassett who doesn't get enough credit for being part of that with that Met team, for example. If I mentioned Jim Leland, those Tigers weren't going to lose anymore. They just weren't going to accept that anymore. Wasn't going to be good enough. So the culture that Ron Washington had in Texas those years, and I was covering those teams a lot, that they got their the back-to-back World Series. You know what? They weren't gonna they weren't gonna beat themselves. That dude believed in them. He was throwing his heart, his his ass on the line for those for those kids. Because of that, they were gonna do it for him, and that's how you win. That's how you maximize. Now, look, if you don't have enough talent, eventually it's gonna get you. End of the day, talent's gonna win at some point over a team that doesn't have a lot of it, but you know what? In those margins, in those trenches, in those moments, you got a team that believes in itself, you'll maximize every damn thing you ever wanted to get out of it. That's the culture club. That's the San Antonio Spurs that just put Manu Ginobili into the Hall of Fame. That's Steve Kerr with the Warriors. That's heat culture. What's heat culture? Pat Riley ain't taking shit Anything less than a thousand percent from what you give and zero percent body fat. And if you don't like it, get the hell out. That's why Jimmy Butler fits so perfectly in there. We're not going to accept losing. We're going to win as people. We're going to do everything we can to win. We're going to believe in each other. We're going to get the most out of each other. It's why role players succeed with teams like the Warriors and the Spurs and find bigger roles over the years and do all those sorts of things because those teams believe. So you don't fire Barry Trotz if you're Lou Lamarillo. Sorry. But these teams win because they buy in and they believe. And sometimes you got to buy in and believe. Look, I'm going to sit there and go to Little Giants with you. But you go to Little Giants, you know, all times is, uh, you know, you beat so-and-so up, you know, whatever hill, one time, one time, one time. But they got to believe. No matter what time it is, if you don't, so kudos to Dable and to the Giants. I don't know. 
they, they may still win. I Before the season, I said they win six games. They still may win only six games. But you know what? If they go 6-11 and 11 and they play like that, and they bust their ass and they don't give up and they take steps. Well, all of a sudden now in free agency with those kids who grow another year with everything else, all of a sudden, yeah, you're going to have to figure out is Daniel Jones a quarterback was, you know, I mean, half the time I feel like I'm dealing with, with, you know, he throws a deep ball. We're dealing with like Chad Pennington. Yeah, it's great. Your accuracy was great. How many yards did you throw in on the biggest play of the game? Are you screwing it up? What are you going to do? But then they ran Saquon and Saquon is on a mission. He's trying to prove himself. There ain't nothing better in this world than that feeling of, I told you so. And when you're going after it, I'm feeling it now every damn day. In multiple facets of my life, every damn day. And I will. That is what it's about. It's about that proving ground. It's about that belief. It's about that's what gets your hair standing up. That's why the Mets weren't going to collapse. They might not win the division. The Braves, I know what happened last night with Kenley, but they may not win the division. The Braves are a great team. They're a championship team. But if they don't, it's not going to be because the Mets are going to met or because they collapse. It's just because they're not as good as the other team that they're, I mean, is chasing them now again. That's been on an unbelievable pace all year. They're the defending champs. It's not because they're going to fail. It's not because they're going to lose. The other team's going to win. They're not going to give it up. The other team's going to take it. And there's a big, big difference. There's a big difference. A huge difference in that. If you're a Giant fan, now you go into next week. I mean, think about it. Like, you know, I know Jet fans my whole life. Thank God I'm not a Jet fan. My goodness. But, you know, you're just waiting. Now, you, Wilson, when he comes back, you know, you hope he's what to believe in. You don't know what to believe. You've been like a million years since Rich Coat type, but you have those Rich Coat type feelings through like how many different coaches and how many different scenarios. If you're a Jet fan, well, guess what? Ray Hanley, I remember him. But the same reason Jim Leland walked in and said, Tigers, we're not going to lose anymore. And Tito walked in and said, no, 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 this isn't the way we're going to be anymore in Cleveland. You change it. You alter it. With leaders in a room or a clubhouse or a locker room on the ice, the court, the field. With the coach. And then that permeates to the fans because fans accept losing and fans become losers. I, I said, you know, I don't care if you're a hockey fan or not. I'll explain this in a way that at least you can understand what the situation was. But the Islanders a few years ago won a playoff series against the Florida Panthers. It was the first series they had won in like 23 million years, right? And then they lost the next round to the Capitals. They were good enough to win. They left opportunities on the table, and every Islander fan I knew was like, oh, well, it's great we got here, and thank God we won a series. And I'm thinking, no, that's, that's bullshit. I want to win. That's the difference in culture. That is the difference in culture. That's the difference. You know, we say mama mentality for the late Kobe, but that mentality of like, we're, we're going out there at scorched earth. We're going out there to win. We're going out there to take. We're going out there to get everything we can get, squeeze everything out of that orange we can. That's why the Rays win without spending all that money because of the culture, because Kevin Cash and the coaching, yeah, they do a great job figuring out talent, of course. But they ain't winning because of war or because of Babips. They're winning between those margins, not just because of the, the statistics that put those guys on the field without being able to or having to spend money or being able to spend money, but they're doing it because of what's in between the ears, the character of the dudes that they're finding, that believe in it, the belief in each other that they're set up with, with Kevin Cash and that group. 
That's how they're doing it. Why do you think great teams with all the talent in the world, they try to put together in different sports, like all-star teams, right? Like, you know, the, the, the Mets had a team like that, the greatest team ever put together a million years ago. Why? They don't fail. Because they're a bunch of me guys and a bunch of ego guys, and you're not going to do shit when that's the case. Me, me, me ain't going nowhere, but we can. We can. The Culture Club is the club about teams that win. It's the club. Look, San Antonio, I, I mentioned it, you, you know, and congrats to Manu and, and Timmy Hardaway and, and the rest of the folks who got in the Hall of Fame this past weekend. But, I mean, it, the, San Antonio, how many guys have come into that that thing? And over the years, it's like a machine. Now, Steve Kerr with the Warriors. What was JaVale McGee before? Andrew Wiggins was like, okay, he's a top pick. But, uh, well, uh, you know, Minnesota, he's an ego. He doesn't care. He doesn't try. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't like basketball. Any of those things look like the facts in the finals? That's culture. Being around Draymond Green and Steph Curry, and that's not allowed there. And you better, you better put up and play. You better figure it out. Because if you don't figure it out, you're out. That's culture. See, the same teams that lose all the time because it's all they do is think about losing, worry about losing, waiting to lose, 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 lose. You can't win that way. It's like when Adrian said to Rocky, you can't win. I don't know what the hell the Giants are going to do the rest of the year, but how do you feel as a fan? We're not even on the field. Can you imagine those players and that belief and the balls on that move? That's how you change culture, people. It doesn't always happen in a week or a year. Sometimes you get these great stories when teams bounce back and immediately and it's quick and it's great. Other times it takes a long time. But it's about when we put this on, we're not going to accept losing anymore. It's not going to be that way this time. And you feel that around the Mets and that even not even being there every day, like it used to be for years in person, you can feel it. You just know it. They may lose. Not that way. Nope. Different. Not going to be like that. You just know it. I remember Matt Williams with, look, I, Matt Williams, nice guy. He's been nice to me. Great baseball, great baseball player. He was a terrible manager. Matt Williams, is, is, I, I used to say this a lot of times on MLB Network Radio when I was there for years. People who have listened to me have heard this before. But in my time covering the game now, almost 20 years, and it still stands, the only time I ever felt and I, because I, I think sometimes we overrate managers overall, we underrate them in big spots, and we don't understand where those things play out, right? But the only time that I've ever truly felt if a manager was fired earlier, a team's fortunes in that season would have changed, that it stood out to that level was Matt Williams the year that Cespedes and company in 2015 beat them. I have always said this. I'll go back to it. If they had fired Matt Williams, let's say at the All-Star break or wherever, like the team wasn't doing very well. Neither of those teams were good. It's why the Mets were still in it at, 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 you know, putting up Soup Campbell and company in that lineup. But they would have fired Matt Williams and Drew Storen's not up there in those spots. He shouldn't be. And that team's not having a losing mentality the way it should. And they lost the room. He had lost the room a while ago. I talked to players in there. That doesn't happen. I don't think the Mets even catch them. Look what happened when Dusty got in there. All of a sudden, I mean, that much, you're going to tell me with Daniel Murphy? I mean, how many, not that many things changed, but the, it's, 
They, they played loose. They played for each other. They wanted to win. They were ha- people are happy. It's a lot easier, also. But there's trust, there's love, it's belief. It's like any any family, any office, any relationship. If you win, you feel winning. You live winning. You wake up and you are a winner, even when you're losing. Then there's a lot of people who are losing even when they're winning. I feel like Rosie Perez right now. Sometimes you lose when you win, when you tie. Uh, we always win. Uh, our culture is good. Um, Jim Duquette will join me for episode 62. Hit me up with any ideas as you have them. Wanted to get in on this. Love what they both did. It, it brings up such a larger conversation. We can get back into this. I'd love to do a roundtable. Maybe I will at some point in the offseason with some coaches and managers talking about th- this is the stuff. This is, you know, X is on You know what? It's easy. You can't debate. Like, okay, someone tells war is so-and-so this, and someone says that war is that, and that makes him better. No, that's not how it works, people. These are humans. Humans win. Humans win championships. Humans. How's that collapse going, Mets Twitter? Episode 62 coming up later today with Duke. Uh, I will see you guys soon. Much love. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.